On Saturday night, March 25, 1961, Marina and a girlfriend from the pharmacy went to another dance at the Palace of Culture. Wearing a simple gray dress and her best Czechoslovak shoes, Marina was walking down the stairway to the dance floor when she met Alec coming up. Hello, he said, grinning happily. I'm very glad you came. I was afraid you might not be here. He was dressed differently from the last time she saw him. He was wearing black trousers, a blue button-down shirt without a tie, and a charcoal-gray V-neck sweater. Marina noticed that his eyes were a deep blue. She was pleased that he had been looking for her. They danced and talked all evening long, strolling home together down Ulista Kalinina, the broad thoroughfare on which Ilya and Valya had their apartment. Alec pointed out the building in which he lived. It was on the same street, about a seven-minute walk away. Outside Marina's building, Alec asked, May I see you again? She agreed to a date on the following Thursday. He asked for her phone number, just in case. Three days later, on Tuesday, when Marina came home from work, Valya informed her that a young man had called, not once, but twice, and said he would call again the next day. He had a nice, polite voice, Valya remarked, but I couldn't understand him very well. It's probably your American. On Wednesday, he called again. This time, Valya reported, he sounded upset. He was in the hospital and unable to meet Marina the next morning. Would she come to see him in the hospital? Valya had written down the address. On Friday, Marina appeared at the fourth clinical hospital, unannounced, bearing a jar of apricots. Alec was overjoyed. He exclaimed that apricots were his favorite dessert. He was wearing hospital pajamas and flushed with embarrassment when Marina arrived. Both were uneasy as they sat talking in the corridor for about an hour. Alec was to have an operation on his adenoids the next day, and the prospect made him so nervous that he was scarcely able to speak of anything else. As Marina got up to leave, he begged her to visit him again. He looked so pale and seemed so lonely that she agreed. In her pharmacist's coat, she explained, she could pass for a nurse any time. She could come and go as she pleased. Marina came again the next day. The operation was over, his adenoids were out, but Alec complained of pain and the absence of anesthetic. Marina felt sorry for him and started coming to see him nearly every day. She noticed that as a foreigner, he got a good many favors from the hospital staff. She herself was allowed long after visiting hours. Had she been seeing anyone but a foreigner, she would, she knew, have been shooed summarily away. One day as they were walking down the hospital stairway, Alec suddenly asked if he might kiss her. If you ask, Marina said coquettishly, I'll have to say no. And so he kissed her. Marina cringed. The whole thing, Alec, his asking for the kiss, the fetid hospital air, repelled her. She felt averse to herself and to him, and left abruptly. Marina resolved not to see him again. She had liked Alec at first, and when her co-workers at the pharmacy learned she had an American boyfriend, they were intrigued and envious. But now Alec was pale and unattractive. He was not a boyfriend anyway, just a foreigner she felt sorry for. But she was anxious not to hurt his feelings. So when he called from the hospital a day or so later and asked her to come again, Marina reluctantly consented. As long as he's sick, I'll go, she said to herself.
but the moment he's out of the hospital I'll refuse to see him again. He had a hangdog look that first visit after the kiss. Marina sensed that he wanted to say something, and this time, as he walked her down the staircase, he took her two hands, kissed them, and said, I want you to be my own girl. He used the Russian for fiancé. I don't want you to go out with anybody else. Was it a proposal of marriage, or had Alec merely chosen the wrong word? Marina was surprised, but she replied as she usually did. She promised him that she would think it over, promising herself, meanwhile, that she would go serenely on seeing her other boyfriends, especially Anatoly, whose kisses were still making her head spin. Marrying Alec was the last thing in her mind.